Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. ESPN. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Previewing all the NFL game odds to get you ready to wager each week on all the NFL action, college football, plus all the local teams and NBA action later this fall. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. And tonight's edition of Bet LA with Anita Marks is made possible by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Bet LA with Anita Marks right now. What's up? What's up? Welcome in. It is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Anita Marks with you. Uh, Different change of pace, two-hour show, not three, different time spot. It's okay. Uh, we are rocking and rolling. It is the holidays, big reason why. So let's get right to it. Um, and uh, and as always, I like to share with you, and I open up the show, um, a, a number of plays I've got out there right now. Of course, we know the Dallas Cowboys and the Tennessee Titans playing tonight, Thursday night football, really lackluster game, right? Because uh, Tennessee... This game meant nothing for Tennessee tonight. So, you know, I understand why Rabel, head coach of the Tennessee Titans, decided to rest his players because it all comes down to the game next week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's what it comes down to, right? And whoever wins that game uh, wins the division. So even though Tennessee loses tonight, even Jacksonville, by the way, can lose this weekend against the Texans, which, by the way, be careful betting that one as well. Jacksonville, favored by four on the road, going up against the Texans. Now, Doug Peterson has come out and said that he's not going to rest players. They're going to come into that matchup against the Houston Texans. Guns a-blazing, ready to go. He doesn't believe in resting players. I think it's it's bit him in the behind a few times, especially when he was the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, but nonetheless, um, just keep that in mind. It all comes down to week 18 for Tennessee and Jacksonville. Whoever wins that wins the division. And that's a big reason why Tennessee decided no Derrick Henry tonight. Of course, they started Dobbs. And here we are. So how did I play this? Because here's the thing. This is why early bird gets the worm. And uh, each and every time I'm on the show, I tell you, Uh, Not only do I host here in L.A., I host in New York. I also am part of the gambling platform at ESPN, and I've got a digital show called Bet, and I host that every Monday and Thursday, okay? Now, I'm really excited. We've got some special guests who are going to be joining us on the show here tonight. Um, I'm just going to replay those interviews who, who... with those who join me on the BetCast. So stay tuned for that. David Newton and Jenna Lane are going to preview the Carolina uh, Bucks game. Uh, Kevin Seifert is going to preview the Vikings-Green uh, Bay Packers game. And like I said, they joined me earlier today on my on my Bet Gambling show on the digital ESPN+. Plus. But I was on Monday, and the Dallas Cowboys were favored by 9.5. And, and I said on Monday, this is why early bird gets, this is why a lot of times, you know, don't wait. Don't wait till Sunday to put your bets in, okay? Don't. Do your research. Do your due diligence. Get your bets in early. Why? 
Dallas minus nine and a half on Monday. And I said it on my bet show. I said, listen, we're hearing that Vrabel is going to rest some players. Okay. So get this now. Sure enough, if you didn't, it was minus 14. When this game started tonight, Dallas was favored by 14 points. The over-under was 40. So, you know, a lot of times, yeah, Monday might be too early, but, like, my point is don't wait until Sunday to put your bets in because you're just, the, the, the you know, the lines change. And even, even I'm someone, I love prop bets. I like, I like betting prop bets. I try to get my prop bets in on Thursday as well. Because by the time you wait till Sunday to get your prop bets in, boy, they've moved and, and stuff that looked as juicy as it did when, when the line first hit the slate, not anymore. So anyway, um, so hopefully you got Dallas early and you got them at minus nine and a half. If not, how are you playing this? I played it with a two-team teaser, six-point teaser. So I teased the Dallas Cowboys down to minus eight. That's how I played it. And I aligned them with a few. Like, I think this is a really great slate of games this week for two-team six-point teasers. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm pre- predominantly going to play games that, that truly matter, okay? Um, like, for example, the New York Giants at home. They just, they just need, they need to win one game, and they're in the playoffs, okay? The Colts, done, stick a fork in them. Not sure what's happening with Jeff Saturday. They're having to travel Everything I'm hearing is that Nick Foles, Nick Foles is, is going to get another start. I love the Giants teasing them down as just a straight-up pick them to win at home. They're favored by six. Actually, the line now is five and a half. Okay? So, uh, so that's, that's, a, that's a team, that's a game that I would align uh, my Dallas play with. Um, also, I do believe the Eagles win at home. I, I'm, I'm a big Gardner Minshew fan. So the Eagles are minus six and a half. So again, tease them down to a half a point, pick them, whatever the case may be, against the Saints. Um, Eagles, motivation to play here. Why? They want to lock down that number one seed in the NFC so that the road to Glendale has to go through Philadelphia. Okay? Um, some other some other games. Uh, I love the Carolina Panthers. I have a feeling uh, we, we've got a great show lined up for you. We've got some great guests that are going to be on. And this Carolina-Tampa Bay Bucks game is, is a real crucial one. If the Bucks win... They're, they're in. As god-awful as Tom Brady and this Bucks team has been this season, they win and they're in. Uh, the Buccaneers are favored by, by three at home. The over-under is 40 and a half. But I love Carolina here, and, and we're going to get into it this hour. I'm just saying Carolina, I think another good, good, good place there for a two-team six-point teaser and teasing them up to plus nine. Detroit Lions at home. They're trying to get in. Lost to Carolina last week. They're home against the Chicago Bears. Just trying to win with Dan Campbell, trying to keep their playoff hopes alive and surviving. Uh, again, that's minus six, so you would tease them down as just a straight-up pick them to win against the Chicago Bears back at home in, um, in Detroit. Um, some other – what was the other one that I liked? Um, I think that is it. I, even I like the, I, the big – listen – the big game this week on the slate, the best game in my opinion, the Buffalo Bills at Cincinnati taking on the Cincinnati Bengals, um, teasing the Cincinnati Bengals up to plus seven. They're plus five. I mean, they're plus one right now at home against the Buffalo Bills. I, I think as of late, they're the better team. As of late, they're playing better football. I think they're the better team. So now uh, utilize that two-team six-point teaser and tease them up to plus seven at home against the Buffalo Bills. I think that's going to be a close game. Also, a lot of people like the over. So maybe you tease the over down to um, to 43 and a half. And you take the over at 43 and a half. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't be mad at you there either. 
But so that's how I played the Dallas Cowboys tonight. Also, some prop bets to uh, keep your eye on. Let's see if uh, let's see how many of these cash. And that's Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott over one and a half touchdown passes, over ten and a half rushing yards. Um, he's just been a total beast the last four games. Ceedee Lamb over seventy and a half receiving yards. Why the Tennessee Titans giving up the most receiving yards to slot wide receivers? And Ceedee Lamb runs his routes out of the slot at least sixty percent of the time. Uh, Schultz tight end for the Dallas Cowboys over thirty nine and a half receiving yards. Why Tennessee is giving up the most receiving yards to opposing tight ends this season. Tight ends are averaging seventy receiving yards a game against the Tennessee Titans. And uh, Ezekiel Elliott, anytime touchdown was my best bet. No Pollard. Tony Pollard did not play tonight, as we know. Uh, And Zeke's uh, usage in the red zone is just ridiculous. He's got a touchdown in eight straight games. And I felt that Malik Davis scoring a touchdown was a sneaky good play. With no Pollard, McCarthy came out and said that he'd be featured in this matchup. And uh, and, and obviously being utilized in garbage time. So uh, Malik Davis running back for the Dallas Cowboys, plus 425 um, to score a touchdown. So that's what I was able to get that at. So that's how I played the Thursday night game that's in action right now. Um, Also in college, I love the Huskies tonight. Not sure about you. I took them plus three. Also, I played them on the money line against Texas. I felt the wrong team was favored here. You know, you've got a fifth-year senior in Penix Jr., God bless the uh, the transport portal, leading the nation in passing. And also, here's a really great stat. He's just so good against zone coverage, and Texas plays uh, zone coverage 80% of the time. So I, I really liked Washington here, 21st in pressure rate. And, of course, Texas had a number of players, like many teams, who opted out because they're getting ready for the NFL draft. And, and Texas was hit more with players who decided to opt out Big-time players, like their running back Robinson and their linebacker Overshone, um, who did not suit up and play for Texas. So that's why I was, I was all over Washington tonight at plus three, and I also I like them on the money line. Also, I took uh, – how could you not put some money down on Luka? This was his first game for the Dallas Mavs uh, going up against the Houston Rockets tonight. This was his first game back after that unbelievable performance against the Knicks the other night where he put up 60 points – 60, 21, and 10. Are you kidding me? So he came into the, he's got to be feeling good. He's got to come in with some swagger after that game. And now he's going up against the Rockets tonight. Uh, and the Rockets, one of the worst defenses in, in, in the NBA, ranked 28th in the NBA. And they are just god-awful, specifically against point guards. Point guards are averaging nine, nine assists a game. So I played Luca over 17 and a half assists and rebounds combined. So those are my big plays um, heading into tonight. So I'll keep an eye on those, of course, uh, while uh, while we continue the show. And uh, and just to break it down for you, um, we're going to do a deep dive into the Rams Chargers matchup coming your way, of course, this week. And what are they playing for? Really, neither team is really not like the Rams obviously aren't playing for for anything. This is really just uh, Baker Mayfield's audition to see, you know, does does he have some teams that are going to be interested in him um, after a a few starts with with the Rams, uh, considering what he did last week against Denver. Wow, that was impressive. So we'll see. 
Uh, so we'll, we'll break down the Rams-Chargers game, a number of really good plays in around the NFL. Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network is going to join us in this first hour. Really excited to get her on. She's a dear friend of mine. She does a phenomenal job at the NFL Network. Like I said, we're going to have Fat Jack. He's actually, we're going to double dip with Fat Jack tonight. Uh, we're going to talk some NFL and we're going to get you ready for some college football of course, on, um, on New Year's Eve, where you've got the college football playoffs coming your way as well. Uh, David Newton and Jenna Lane join me to, to break down the Carolina Bucks game. Kevin Seifert to join me to break down the Vikings-Packers game. So as you can tell, uh, jam-packed show, two hours, getting you ready for a lot of football, NFL and college football, uh, heading into this weekend. So buckle up. Let's do it. Let's try to help you win some money right here on Bet LA 710 ESPN LA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza Nutrient Pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Uh, you know, really, he's playing like the guy that, that we all knew he was capable of. I thought he was great in the past game, too, where Baker took some checkdowns and he was able to create on his own, keep us ahead of the sticks in some of those normal down and distances. But he ran tough. I thought he leveled things off. I thought he finished physical. Great to be able to see him get a couple touchdowns. And, you know, he, uh, you know, a few touchdowns, I should say. But he uh, he was outstanding. And, and I really think, you know, he's done such a great job. I thought Kyron came in. I thought Malcolm, they both did a really nice job with their opportunities and uh, Thomas Brown deserves a ton of credit for that as well. Welcome back to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Sean McVay, of course, talking about Cam Akers and what a great game he had last week. 23 carries for 118 yards and three touchdowns. My, oh, my, against uh, a really horrible Denver team. And, you know, Nathaniel Hackett gets fired right after the game, and why not? I mean, for the Rams, with all due respect, for the Rams to put up 51 points, against the Denver Broncos. Keep in mind, their previous three games only totaled 52 points, and they were able to put up 51 points against Denver. Russell Wilson came out and said, we just weren't ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. tell me something I don't know. Um, so, um, so, of course, Nathaniel Hackett, uh, the, the next head coach, of course, that was fired this week. And the Rams have to be feeling really, really good about themselves. They've won two of three. This has been the Baker Mayfield show. You know, listen, uh, Sean McVay brought him in to to pick over, to take over, of course, the reins as the quarterback on offense and giving him an opportunity, a stage to perform to see, will he come back and be the backup to Matthew Stafford? Does Baker Mayfield, want, like, listen, who wants to be a, at the end of the day though, right? Like who wants to be a backup? You're, you're a quarterback in the NFL. You've been drafted to play in the NFL. You've probably started your whole life. Now, don't get me wrong. There's quarterbacks out there that are like like Joe Flacco, for example. Like, he's cool. Like, hey, listen, uh, you know, I've been there, done that, started for the Baltimore Ravens, won a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens. This stage of my career, I'm a backup. It's cool. I still get to hang out. It's a, it's a fraternity. Every day I go to work, I uh, get to hang out with the fellas. 
you know, take, take good care of myself, um, travel, have fun, play football, have the camaraderie. Like he's like, you know, it, but Baker Mayfield's not ready for that. I, at least I don't think, I don't think, I don't, I don't think he's ready for that. I don't know if I was ever ready to be a backup to anyone in, in, in I played women's professional football for five years. I certainly wasn't those five years, but even just playing competitive and organized sports my entire life. I was like, I, I'm, I'm not, I know it sounds arrogant, but like, like I, I didn't want to be a backup to anyone. Um, and, and again, I just, I, I think you have to be in a certain mindset in order to accept the fact that like Nick Foles, Joe Flacco, like, I think you have to be like in, in the mindset of being a backup in the NFL and either you're okay with that and you get paid really good money holding a clipboard. And when your number's called, you go in, you got to be ready. And that's great. I just don't think Baker Mayfield is, is in that frame of mind right now. I, I just don't. So I think he's performing 24 of 28, 230 yards, two touchdowns last week against Denver. Again, you know, what, 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 what's, what's the scale here? How are we grading this out? Because again, Denver was not ready offensively, defensively. uh, They're just, they were a complete mess, right? Like Nathaniel Hackett was in over his head. The reason Nathaniel Hackett was brought into Denver was because Denver thought that they had a chance of landing Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers were as thick as thieves. And so they felt like if they brought in Nathaniel Hackett, that they'd be able to lure uh, Aaron Rodgers to Denver. And of course that wasn't the case. So now they've got to start from scratch again. And boy, does Russell Wilson have to redeem himself. Uh, But nonetheless, now the Rams, again, they've won two of three. Cam Akers has been great. And I don't know about you. I would imagine, you know, a number of people in L.A., you play fantasy football. It's great when you can have guys on teams that you root for and that you like on your fantasy team. I know I drafted Cam Akers thinking that this would be the season for him. And it fell by the, fell by the wayside at one point in time. I want to say I dropped him in a league and then now it's, it's come full circle. I mean, keep in mind there was, there was a few weeks that he was away from the team. And so now it's come full circle, which is great for, for cam Akers, And, and, you know, uh, we'll see what happens heading into next year. But uh, so this is a Rams team, as we know, uh, what are they playing for? Really not much season's over five wins. That's it. You're not going to the postseason to defend your Super Bowl title. Um, and you're, you're now going up against, um, you're now going up against, of course, the chargers, uh, the chargers are getting six and a half. The over under is at 42 and a half. I, I don't, I don't have a play in this matchup to, to be quite frank. I, I just don't. Uh, because w- w- at this stage in the game, and, and I shared with you when I opened up the show, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to invest my money where there's a motivational factor to be had in a game, at least by one team. And not to say that the Chargers aren't motivated here. You know, er- of course, you want to put your best foot, foot forward and you want to you don't know how the chips are going to fall and how things are going to pan out the next two weeks where the Chargers can have a better seed. You know, is it I, I don't I just don't know. So um, I, I don't have a play here. I just don't. I know that sounds horrible, but um, I, we've got Cynthia Freeland, who's going to be joining us on the program. We also have Fat Jack, professional handicapper, who are the program. And trust me, um, I am going to tee up uh, this game for them and see if they have a play in this game. Um, I will tell you that, uh, that Justin Herbert um, it should, should have a solid game against the Rams. They're allowing a 67% completion percentage to opposing quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are averaging 7.3 yards per attempt. And um, uh, also, 
uh, teams have reached the red zone on 47 drives this season against the Rams. And in, in those drives, out of those 47, 21 of them, they've allowed touchdowns to be scored. Just FYI. So I, I do believe Herbert uh, should, should have a pretty big game. Um, I, think, I think Cam Akers should have a big game. Why the Chargers, one of the worst in the NFL in regard to uh, rush defenses. They're allowing oppo- opposing running backs to run for 5.5 yards per carry. 5.5 yards per carry. Okay. Um, Austin Eckler is dealing with a knee issue. What we do know about the Rams is they're quite good against the run. They're only allowing running backs to average 3.7 yards per carry. And I know another thing that Eckler has been asking is, is more, uh, you know, um, sharing the load in the backfield. So keep that in mind, especially for those playing fantasy this week with Austin Eckler. This is, this is not a great matchup for him. What we do know in the AFC right now, you've got the Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, and Cincinnati all competing to try to get that number one seed in the AFC so that the road to Glendale will go through them. Um, the Jags taking on Tennessee in Week 18. Whoever wins that matchup gets the fourth seed. The Ravens sitting right now at 10-5. and five. And like I said what, before, you know, you've got, um, you've got uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, who was briefly seen at practice this week for the Baltimore Ravens, but was not seen practicing. There's a chance Huntley might play again. The Chargers sitting there at nine and six. So right now, one, two, three, four, five. So right now the Chargers in that six seed. And of course you've got the Dolphins, the Patriots, the Jets, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, and the Raiders all vying for that seventh seed. I think that the Patriots get that seventh seed, by the way. I think the Patriots get that seventh seat. That's who I'm banking on. So just, but pertaining to the Chargers, they're sitting there at nine and six. The Ravens are 10 and five. You know, that's what they're playing for is try to better their situation and move up to the fifth seed as opposed to the sixth. If that's the case, then they would, they would play either if they move up. So, so again, I'm just trying to play this out because this could go in so many ways. If they do, if they do, get the fifth seed, then um, then they would play either the Jets or the Tennessee Titans, whoever wins that game in week 18. If they continue to have the sixth seed, then uh, they could play either the Bills, Kansas City, or Cincinnati. So I, I guess that's a motivational factor right there. I'd rather play the Jags. Well, actually, I think the Jags might be one of the scariest teams um, coming in that uh, flying low on the radar, nobody really anticipating to do stuff. So who knows? Who knows what the motivational factor is going to be for the Chargers here. What we do know is that they are going to go to the playoffs, unlike last year. Um, and so we'll see what happens there. Uh, just really quick before you take a break, uh, in regard to the AFC North, I do like Cincinnati winning the division, by the way. Um, and if you've been listening to the show, I've been telling you to jump on that futures bet for quite a few weeks now. Now it's minus 245. That's a lot of juice. I think that ship has sailed. If you still think the Baltimore Ravens are going to win, Baltimore is 10 and five. The Bengals are 11 and four. Uh, the Ravens are plus 195. As you can hear, my dogs are all about the Baltimore Ravens. They want the Ravens. Give them the Ravens. The Jags to win the AFC South, minus 240. Again, a lot of juice there. If you think the Tennessee Titans, they rested tonight. If you think they're going to be ready to rock and roll and beat the Jags in week 18, plus 195. I like the Jags, but if you like Tennessee, that's what the odds are right now. And I do like Carolina to win the NFC South. 
and you could get them at three to one. So how about that? How about that? Quick break. We come back. I'll get you up to speed on some of the news and notes in around the NFL players you need to be in the know about as we get closer, of course, to uh, to, to kick off on Sunday and um, in, in some of the really important games uh, we need to focus in on heading into Week 17. So stay tuned for that. You're listening to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza Nutrient Pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Welcome back to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Uh, let's, let's get you up to speed on some of the, the big storylines out there as we head into week 17 of the NFL season. Okay. And uh, big storylines. What I mean by that is, is, is players who's active, who, who are anticipating to be active, who's not. And then I'll give you some of my favorite plays and, and some of my sneaky plays, I think heading into, of course, this, uh, this weekend slate of games. So let's start with the quarterbacks. Ryan Tannehill has been placed on IR, which means uh, he's done for the season. Uh, if the Tennessee Titans do win in advance and make it into the postseason, uh, it's going to be with Malik Willis as their starting quarterback. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Carson Wentz expected to start for Washington against Cleveland. Um, gave Heineke, you know, all the chances in the world. I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I like the Washington team with Heineke better than I do Wentz. I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get. I don't understand why Wentz has nine lives. It, it's it, at this point, it's like it's fifteen lives. I just don't get it. But nonetheless, uh, Carson Wentz back under center, starting for the Washington Commanders this week against Cleveland. Uh, Jalen Hurts back at practice today for the Philadelphia Eagles, dealing with a shoulder issue. Everything I'm hearing that if it was up to Hurts, he would play. But the team is going to be really cautious with him. I do believe that Gardner Minshew gets the start this week for Philadelphia. Okay, I don't believe that it will be Hurts. I could be wrong. Um, but I, I just, I just think, I just think Philadelphia is going to be uber, uber careful here. Um, especially since, you know, they, they've got a really good shot of, of winning a Super Bowl this year. Let's be honest. And so, you know, putting Hertz on the shelf because of the shoulder injury, getting him ready for the postseason, I think is the smart move. And listen, it, it is the Saints, <laughs> all right? I, I mean, it's, it's not like Cincinnati or the Buffalo Bills or Kansas City is coming to town with all due respect to, uh, to, to Andy Dalton and the Saints. Uh, Mike White, back under center for the Jets, uh, going up against the Seattle Seahawks. I can tell you this, being here in New York, uh, fans love Mike White. The locker room loves Mike White. This Jets team, this Jets defense is going to be geeked up to play against Seattle. And uh, playoff hope still alive for the Jets. So Mike White back under center. Two out because of a concussion. Teddy Bridgewater expected to get the start for the Miami Dolphins. Lamar Jackson, Man, Ravens were hoping to get him back last week, still dealing with a knee, was seen at practice, but did not practice today. So it does not look like, looks like another, another Huntley start for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, how about this? How about the drama around what's going on with, with the Raiders, right? And Jared Stidham is now going to be the, the starting quarterback for the Raiders the next two weeks, the next two games. And even to the point where Derek Carr is like, you know what, I'm outie. I'm out. I don't want to be in the quarterback room. I don't want to be on the sideline. I don't want to cause problems. I don't want to be an issue. Good for him. 
But I'll tell you what, again, hosting Sports Art Radio here in New York. There's a lot of buzz here in New York. Ah, go get Carr. Bring Carr to the Jets. That's what this team needs next year. So interesting. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if the Jets uh, are going to inquire, where will Carr go? It's, it's, it's going to be interesting. And, and just to kind of, for all you Raiders fans out there, just to give you some insight on, on Stidham, Stidham was drafted by the Patriots. I liked Stidham coming out of college, by the way. And Stidham is one of those quarterbacks, like no silver spoon, always had to fight, always had to battle, always had to work hard. And Josh McDaniel, he, 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 obviously he was with the Patriots. As we know, he was part of the, the, the evaluation process and his coach Stidham before. So I, I think this is, I think this is Josh giving Stidham an opportunity to see what he can do the next, next two games and, and see what type of role, what type of opportunity would he give him with the Raiders moving forward. But I'll tell you what, I do like Stidham based on what I've seen. Is he a starting quarterback in the NFL? No, but hey, listen, look, look what's going on with Geno Smith. And the statistics we're seeing with Geno Smith have been tremendous. So sometimes it just, it, it takes the right coordinator, it takes the right system, it takes the right team, and it, take, it takes the development of a player. So we will see. I, I'm really curious. I'm really curious to see what Stidham's going to do with the Raiders this week. That's for sure. Uh, in regard to running backs, um, uh, Gibson is dealing with a sprain in his knees, so it could be a big workload for Brian Robinson with the Commanders. Leonard Fournette has been playing with a Liz Frank injury, so keep that in mind, especially for you fantasy football freaks out there. I don't know if starting Fournette, especially against the Carolina Panthers, is the wide, wise move. Latavius Murray is dealing with a foot issue for Denver. Uh, Jeff Wilson dealing with a hip in the backfield for the Miami Dolphins. Kenneth Walker dealing with an ankle. Uh, Aaron Jones dealing with a knee and ankle. Could be a big game for A.J. Dillon yet again. Um, And uh, James Conner is dealing with an issue as well in the backfield for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Wide receivers, Christian Watson dealing with a hip. Hopefully he will go. It's a really important game for the Green Bay Packers. Tyler Lockett dealing with a finger. I don't expect him to go this week. Jerry Judy with an ankle, Olave with a hamstring, Claypool with a knee, Debo Samuel back at practice. Does that mean he's going to play this week? Time will tell. We'll see. I mean, they're winning football games without him and Brock Purdy, but good news that Debo Samuel dealing with that ankle issue has been back at practice. Also, I, I, I left out Alvin Kamara has not been at practice this week dealing with quote unquote personal issues. By the way, if you have Alvin Kamara in a, uh, in a fantasy league, uh, and it's a keeper league, drop him. I'm telling you, um, he put a beating on somebody real bad, allegedly, quote-unquote, wink-wink, allegedly, in Las Vegas. And dude was in the hospital for like three to four months. And um, and I'm hearing that that once the league investigation is over, Kamara's going to be spent, suspended for quite a few games, maybe six, maybe nine. So, um, so keep that in mind. If you do have Alvin Kamara on a keeper league, drop him. Don't keep him because he's going to be missing a ton of games next, next season because of the incident that took place in Las Vegas, allegedly. Uh, tight ends, Hunter Henry dealing with a knee um, and Dolchich dealing with a hamstring as well. Lane Johnson will be out for the Eagles. So keep that in mind. One of the best pa- pass blockers, protectors in the league. So just FYI, those are some of the big storylines you need to be in the know about with players as it's a really, really important week 17. It's, it's, it's a playoff atmosphere. 
this week when it comes to football. There's no denying that, right? Giants, they need to win just one more game, one more game in order to get into the postseason. And again, they're home against the Colts. I do like them winning. I'll lay the five and a half. Philadelphia is at home taking on the Saints. They need to win to lock in that number one seed. I'll lay the six and a half with the Eagles at home against the Saints. Again, I'm a really big believer in Gardner Minshew. I do like him. Um, the Carolina Panthers and the, and the Buc- Tampa Bay Bucks going at it. This is a really big battle uh, to represent that division in the postseason. Bucks just need to win one game. N- need to win this game, I should say. And they're in. Carolina needs to win out. And they're in. So, uh, so I do like, I think Carolina is the better team coming in here. Detroit Lions trying to keep their playoff hopes alive at home against the Chicago Bears, favored by six. I'll lay that number as well. I'm looking for motivational factors here, okay? Motivational factors. The Miami Dolphins, not, <laughs> I like Teddy Bridgewater. This is a Miami Dolphins offense that the last few weeks has been anemic, even though you've got both Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Their offense has been anemic, and both these defenses are good. I think the play here is the under at 41 with the Patriots at home in cold weather against the Miami Dolphins. Um, also, again, I mentioned the Jared Stidham start. Uh, the Raiders are getting 9.5 against the 49ers. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. I'm not going to play this, but if I had to play it, i take the Raiders in the points. Don't sleep on Jared Stidham. I'm telling you, there's something there. This is why Josh wants to see what he can do. As I mentioned just a second ago, Mike White back under center for the Jets. Big buzz, a lot of excitement here. This team loves him. Offense, defense loves Mike White. Watch out. Jets win against the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. I'll lay the points. Jets on the road, minus two. Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers. I do like the Packers at home. Late afternoon game, cold, chilly conditions. Green Bay Packers playing for more because they want to just want to get into the postseason. The Minnesota Vikings are already in. And uh, if Philadelphia does win earlier in the day, Minnesota Vikings really not playing for much. Uh, We're going to do a deeper dive into, of course, uh, the Rams-Chargers game throughout the course of the night. I'll tee that up for both Cynthia Freeland and Fat Jack. I'll find out what their plays and how they're approaching that matchup with both the L.A. teams going at it this weekend. And then, of course, the big game, the premier game, and thank God it's on prime time, is the Cincinnati Bengals at home getting a point against the Buffalo Bills. The over-under is 49-and-a-half. I love Cincinnati in this spot. I think they're the better team coming in. They've been playing better as of late. Joe Burrow's just been absolutely fantastic. Meanwhile, the Buffalo Bills, they've been like sleepwalking when they go up against teams. I mean... You know, I was like sleepwalking against the Bears, sleepwalking against the Jets. You know, I, I just, I don't know if it's, they play down to the level of competition, whatever the case may be. I just think the Bengals are peaking at the right time. And I think they're the better team right now. So I do like the Bengals at home getting the points. I really do. I'd even play them on the money line. So, uh, so again, just wanted to go through the slate and wanted to share with you some of the, the big news out there pertaining to players you need to be in the know about as we get closer, of course, to kickoff on Sunday. So a uh, quick break. We come back. Good friend of mine, Cynthia Freeland is going to join us on the program. You can see her all over the NFL network. She does a phenomenal job and we're really blessed to have her here on bet LA coming up next here on 710 ESPN LA. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza Nutrient Pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy.
Now more of Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Welcome back to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Very dear friend of mine. You see her all over the NFL Network. She does a phenomenal job. I think so, and I, I guarantee you think so as well. And that's Cynthia Freeland uh, joining us now. Cynthia, happy holidays. How are you doing? Happy holidays. I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm great. I just got done watching you on uh, on the NFL Network. So I, so that's that's in, in here. You are on our program tonight. So that's that's pretty freaking awesome. Um, <laughs> let's dive into it again. Uh, you know, you're very connected. Obviously, you live in New York. Uh, you live in L.A. Uh, you're there at the NFL Network, of course, where the home offices are just uh, a stone's throw from SoFi Stadium. And now you've got the L.A. teams going up against one another this weekend, right? 425 is kickoff Chargers Rams Chargers favored by six and a half. The over unders 42 and a half. Really, neither of these teams are, are playing for anything. The Rams are out of it. The Chargers, you know, better their seeding in the postseason. I, where's the motivation here? Do you have a play in the? Do you have a play in this matchup? I mean, I think that the Chargers win, and I think it's pretty convincing. But like maybe more than probably more than a touchdown. But you know, the lack of motivation here is is very scary. But one person who is motivated is Cam Akers. We obviously saw last week against the Broncos those three touchdowns. I'm not forecasting a game like that, but I do think it's going to be a very run-focused game to exploit one of the weaknesses of the Chargers. And also, we saw a drama earlier in the season between Akers and head coach Sean McVay. Now we're like, are they good now? Are we happy now? What's going on? So I think what's going to happen in this one is a lot of testing out to see how Cam Akers fares in a situation. I don't know what the the number happens to be, but I would imagine that if it's not something in the 70s, then it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be more than 70. Let's just put it that way. Well, good thing. Good thing I just pulled it up. Cam Akers over 69 and a half rushing yards at minus 115. Is that, is, is that your best bet heading into this, this weekend's slate of games? Absolutely, and I think probably a trip to the end zone for him as well. Okay, so anytime, anytime touchdown for Cam Akers is plus 125. So, um, so there's that. I might, might, I might even play like, how about we do this? Let's, let's figure this out. How about we do a, a, a same game parlay? Hold on. Let me call this up. I want to see, I want to see what the odds are on this. So we can do like a same game parlay with acres over 69 and a half rushing yards. Um, Cam Akers scoring a touchdown in the chargers minus six and a half. How does that sound? I like that one a lot. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Hold on one second. I'm, you know what? Unfortunately, I'm, I don't have the rushing yards here. But this is what I do have, um, and, and that really stinks. Uh, but I do have the Chargers minus 6.5 and, and Cam Akers scoring a touchdown. You can get that at plus 310. I'm sure as we get closer to game day, the rushing yard total will be up, but as of right now, it's 69 and a half for Cam Akers, just FYI. So, and, and yeah, Cynthia Freeland now, knows that. Yeah, run and get it now, people. It's on sale. <laughs> get, get to that window, man. Get to that window. All right, let, let's, dive into, let's dive into some of the, the, the really the, the, the important, like we're sitting here talking about what's the motivational factor for the Rams and the Chargers. Let's, let's talk about some of the games that have some motivational factor here, right? And, uh, and let's start with the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Philadelphia Eagles, they want to secure that number one seed in the NFC so that the road to Glendale uh, goes through the city of brotherly love. Everything I'm hearing is that Gardner Minshew is more than likely going to start, even though Jalen Hurts was at practice today. Eagles favored by six and a half. You know me. I love Gardner Minshew. 
What are you hearing about who's starting at quarterback and, and how would you play this? The over-under is 42. Of course, they're home hosting the Saints. I think I'd stay away from the quarterback situation in general. Why? Because I think that that was like a Jalen Hurts practicing to kind of keep the chemistry alive. We heard reports, Rap Sheet last week reported that he might not even play until, I don't know, the playoffs. And if they get that round, that first round by, it would have been a month. So him being at practice and warming up and doing some of the exercises doesn't seem all that strange to me when you got to remember, like, you don't want rest to form. So that's my first kind of take on that. But I think that, like, this is way more of, like, a mild standard situation just in general. We saw some up-and-down games from him, and getting him right is going to be a key to the playoffs, and that's going to be something that they should focus on in this matchup with the Saints. Stay away from the pass rush. Just make it nice and easy for Gardner Minshew to do his job, and they can secure the win even without Jalen Hurts in this matchup. Um, Carolina going against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Carolina's been great as of late. I actually laid the points last week with your Detroit Lions. That bit me in the butt. But nonetheless, uh, with Sam Darnold, uh, he's won three of his last four, zero turnovers. This team is running the ball effectively. Good special team, solid defense. I, I think the wrong team is favored here. I understand why the Bucks are favored by three. They're home. It's in Florida. The over-under is 40 and a half. But I like Carolina in this spot. What say you? Ooh, I mean, I like the story of that, and I really, like, I'm not rooting because I love Todd Bowles, and I also love Steve Wilkes. I do think that this one, that this is where we've seen, like, the past couple of weeks, we've seen of the past seven games, like Tom Brady in the fourth quarter, has made some changes to the game plan that have actually worked. We've also seen in the first three quarters some nonsensical running situations called by Byron Leftwich, just, like, Stops like Leonard Fournette in a cloud of dust. Like, doesn't really work. I don't think that's what we see in this matchup. And the reason that I have the Bucks is because I'm watching the status of J.C. Horn, their second-year corner, who, very, very good corner, has really come alive this season. And if he's not playing, they, they tried out Josh Norman. They said he wasn't in football shape, but what? Is this, like, 2015 or 14? Like, what are we talking about here? So the fact that that's like the situation that they're in changes things for me quite considerably because Chris Godwin, that's just like the Chris Godwin spot right there. Interesting. Interesting. Detroit Lions, your Detroit Lions, favored by six at home against the Chicago Bears, trying to get into the postseason. They look good as of great. Got to love Dan Campbell. Over-under is 52, but the Chicago Bears have been putting some points up. They looked quite good, at least in the first half, against the uh, the Buffalo Bills. Um, any play here with your Detroit Lion team? I mean, first of all, I'm going to be a fan for a moment, and if they do not stop the freaking run, I swear to God, my Lions fandom, I mean, it just will, it's, this is every year, same thing, just enough hope to, like, reel you in, and then they slaughter your dreams come late December. So, look, I do actually think that the Lions win this one, (laughs) being dramatic, but I don't know the number for Justin Fields. I think that number is probably too low for the rushing opportunities for Justin Fields, but I think Jared Goff has a great opportunity in this matchup. He looks great outdoors. You know, people always say, like, he's an, he's an indoor cat. Well, he's back inside against the secondary that has been susceptible. I think this is, like, the kind of situation where we see some pretty good numbers from Jared Goff. In fact, like, he's actually one of those fantasy quarterbacks where, like, it's your championship week. And, like, if you would have told me in August I would be recommending playing Jared Goff in your fantasy football championship game, I would have done thought you were crazy. But you know what? That's just where we're at today. <laughs> Justin Fields over under 70 and a half rushing yards. Are you playing that? Oof. 
I mean, maybe a rushing touchdown a better, but yeah, that's a lot just because it could be David Montgomery or Khalil Herbert. Remember, he's back in the lineup. I think that trio has a nice outing. 70 seems a little too rich for my blood, but perhaps a rushing touchdown for Justin Fields is a good one, too. You know, he played at Ohio State and he knows how to beat Michigan. So I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> Oh, throw that dig in there, Cynthia Freeland. Uh, hey, you know, golf. I'm a Lions fan. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm a Michigan and Michigan State fan, but yep. I know I, hear I, you. I just deal in truth. I deal in truth. Um, golf, over under 267 and a half passing yards. Over. You like that one, don't you? Uh, the yep. Patriots like at home going up against the Miami Dolphins. No Tua. Teddy Bridgewater, uh, that's what's being reported, is going to get the start. Both these defenses good. My play here is the under at 41. Patriots favored by three. I've got a small lean. Uh, do you think the Patriots pull through? They're trying to make it to the postseason as well. I think Yamama Mimi gets her Dolphins win right here. I don't think it <laughs> not to say that Tua's not better or whatever. But I think that this – Teddy Bridgewater is a great quarterback. I don't know what people are so, like, mad about. The drop-off isn't a big deal. And Tyreek Hill is still there, right? Last I checked, he's still great. And the problem that the secondary has for this Patriots defense, the front is good. Matthew Judon, he's very good. Josh Uche, University of Michigan product, also very good. But the secondary is not the kind of Patriots secondary we're used to, which means Tyreek Hill, who's had monstrous games against – I think he averages, like, over 90 yards against – Bill Belichick-led defenses in the past. I understand different quarterbacks, but still, that's going to be – this is like the Tyreek Hill yak special, right? Like, he could just, like, get the ball maybe on a 10-yard quick little quick little slant and, bam, get to be gone for a touchdown. Minnesota Vikings uh, going to the Green Bay Packers. This line now is at 3.5. The over-under is 47.5. Again, what, what what I think is interesting here is the Philadelphia Eagles play at 1 o'clock. If the Eagles beat the Saints, Vikings are playing for nothing. Their chance of getting uh, the number one seed in the NFC is, is, is null and void. So they very well could rest players if they so choose. The Green Bay Packers, they're trying to get into the postseason. They need a win. So I, I like Green Bay here. I like them in the spot. Lambeau in January, 430, 425 kickoff. It's going to be cold. Do you, you have a play in this matchup? I do. I think, like, look, like, as much as the Vikings would say, hey, we really don't want to have to, like, even potentially have the opportunity to face the Packers in the playoffs because that would stink. I think it's smarter for them to figure out what's going on with their secondary that's so banged up and been pretty bad all season long, which means let's, like, figure out these coverages and try to do a good job, but, like, let's not worry if it doesn't work out, right? Like, I don't think this is a game where they're going to say, hey, Justin Jefferson, we need you to absolutely go off. We're going to show you everything we've got in our playbook because we need this to happen. I think they're going to save some things, keep them held back. Remember, this is a team that's all about those fourth quarter, one possession, bite your nails games. And that's going to be a problem in this one because Aaron Rodgers is pissed. And I think he's going to come out here slanging it. I love it. Even though he is, reports are he's dealing with a little bit of a knee issue but I, 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 still, I still do like the Packers here. Uh, last but not least, the Buffalo Bills and Bengals. This is the premier game, and thank God it's a primetime game because we have been uh, deprived of some great primetime action this season. But nonetheless, the Bengals at home getting a point against the Buffalo Bills. The Bengals, to me, have looked better the last few weeks than the Bills have. Um, you know, it, it's one point. I, I, but again, I, I'm rolling with the big cats. Over-under is 49 and a half. I would imagine a lot of people are going to be playing the over here as well. How are you playing this one? 
You know, it sounds very unsexy, but what's the Joe Mixon number? <laughs> like, <laughs> because I don't, I think that, I, to be honest with you, I think that, like, the line is Vegas gossip one pretty close, pretty right. Meaning, a one point in any direction is, like, I don't know if that's even, like, a lean, right? Like, a lot of that could be influenced by where money has been going. I think this one is as close as they come. But I think that they'll use Joe Mixon and Ryle a bit more on Joe Mixon in this matchup to keep Joe Burrow in, uh, in great passing situations. And you've seen, you can run on the Buffalo Bills just a little bit. And we've seen, like, Mixon not... I don't know. Sometimes when you have quarterbacks, remember, the two play callers in this game, Ken Dorsey and obviously Zach Taylor, they're both former quarterbacks. And former quarterbacks, they like to throw football. They maybe get a little bit too, they like, you know, mentally influenced the psychology of it is like, well, we're just going to throw it. We've got two of the best quarterbacks in the game. Like, we're just going to throw it. But I think this is one where they say, hey, let's take a little bit of strategy here. And Leslie Frazier is going to have to beat us. He's missing one of his best safeties and Micah Hyde, and he's missing Vaughn Miller. So let's have Joe Mixon run a lot more often and just use the strategic deep gashes when we need them. I think it's a high-scoring game. I agree with that. And I think maybe Joe Mixon rushes for more than people think. Joe Mixon over under 50 and a half rushing yards. Yeah, let's go with the OVA on that one. <laughs> I love it. Cynthia, before we let you go, what's your favorite play? Maybe there's something I haven't teed up for you. What's your favorite play in this week's slate of games? Okay, this is going to sound crazy, but I think mm-hmm. we see a Cole Komet touchdown. You can have a tight end score against the Lions. It happens almost every week, sometimes multiple times. And Cole Komet is pretty much Justin Fields' only passing option, which means Cole Komet touchdown, you can book it. You can thank me on Monday or whatever day you would like to thank me. I can, I'll, I'll accept thank yous on Sunday as well. <laughs> Unfortunately, touchdowns have not been listed yet. Uh, those numbers have not gone up yet, but I will be certain to keep on checking back as we get closer, of course, to Sunday. Cynthia Freeland, you rock as always. Um, I adore you, my friend. Cynthia Freeland, you can see her all over the NFL Network and, of course, joining us now here on Bet LA. Um, have a, a fantastic new year, and, uh, and here's to a fantastic 2023. Hopefully I get to see you this year. Yes, we better. And also, very safe and happy new year to everyone. I feel like it's Jordan year. Like, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Take care, Cynthia. You're, you're, you're fantastic. Really do appreciate it. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here on Bet LA, 710 ESPN LA. Uh, this wraps up hour number one. We kick off hour number two with Fat Jack, professional handicapper, who's going to be joining us. I'll pick up where I left off with Cynthia. I'll get his take and his plays on a number of NFL games. Also coming up in our second hour, we've got David Newton and Jenna Lane who are going to preview the Carolina Bucks game. Uh, Kevin Seifert previewing the Vikings-Packers game. And, of course, uh, Fat Jack and I get you ready for New Year's Eve. College football playoffs, a ton of games, a a lot to wager on. So buckle up. Hour two next. Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA.